Well, good afternoon, you guys. I know it's 3 o'clock and we're coming on live. Uh, this is Get Real with Rick Dancer. We're in Coburg, Oregon, um, where it's not quiet. Things are moving along and the locals are um, are putting in, uh, doing their thing with the extreme risk category. In fact, we're here at uh, Blue Valley Bistro and they are busy. They're packed outside and they're closed. They just closed at 3 o'clock today and the outside has been busy. And then across the street is Chiefs and they also have outside seating. And they've got people out there. They're busy. There's also a New Mexican place right down the street. And in the back, they have outdoor seating. So people are making use of what they have. And here, the the winery, Hayworth, will be open tonight. Uh, They have outside seating. So people are making do with what they can. Uh, But that doesn't mean it's easy. And uh, they're kind of at the whim. If you guys would share this on your page, that would be great. I'm going to come in here. We're going to talk to Seth. Like I said, they are closed. So, hey, Seth, how you doing, man? So they're closed, so we can be in here and everything's yeah. safe. But you can look, you guys, you can see uh, tables are up. Yeah, there's no no inside dining today, uh, or starting today. I don't know how long this is going to go on. Nobody does. I, well, I, <laughs> we were making bets down in Crestwell yesterday. I said through July 4th. That was my, that's what my money's riding on. So this, when you find out, when, they, when the announcement's made yesterday, what, do you, what, what goes through your head? Just I, a lot of frustration, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I, uh, you know, it's, I have a lot of really irritated customers, and that's I don't want that in my business. I don't like people coming in already mad. That's hard to. Wow. What are, what are they irritated about? The shit show. Like, <laughs> I mean, listen. I, I've been full on board with with protecting our community and making sure that we're we're smart. That we're you know like when it comes to cleanliness and godliness, and, you know, sanitizing face masks. I've been all for that for the last year. I, I'm still in a sense for that, except that I think okay, wait a second. Like the first six months of last year, we uh, nobody knew anything, right? I mean, we didn't know. Uh, how this disease was spreading other than it was communicable it was probably by the air but was it on surfaces like norovirus right we know all that stuff. Well, we don't know all of it but we know a lot more now than we did six months ago or a year ago and different states have taken different approaches so, so is it hard when you say you sit here in eugene oregon and Coburg, oregon and cresswell oregon yeah and you look over in idaho and other places california other places are open disneyland is open yeah so my thought is like okay like, let's just not draw something out of a hat. Let's let's use other case studies and see what happens. If if Florida is open and maybe the disease is spreading, but the death rate is still half a percent, then okay, we've we've essentially vaccinated anybody in our population that wants to be vaccinated. And those that don't, that's their choice. I'm not going to force anybody to do that. So why would we hurt our small businesses when at this point in the game, it's like whoever, whoever wants to, you know, just let people do their thing. Well, see, I heard, a, a, like that. I I heard the governor this morning talked on uh, at a press conference and said, well, if more people, you know, get a lot of people getting vaccinated will help us determine when we're going to reopen, which doesn't sound good to me because it's like, what, so now we have to get it's, it's people who aren't getting vaccinated's fault that businesses aren't open yeah, this is, see, that's, that's no, not fair I, to people I, well i disagree with that argument i mean in my opinion I, I yes i think a vaccine had to be available before we could get back to somewhat of like normalcy 
but the, the vaccine's there. It's been happening. Like, I, I'm getting my second shot on Sunday. I mean, and I'm, I was not high up on the totem pole because I'm a healthy young, adult male. Young dude. Yeah, like, I don't have, like... <laughs> Say it. Claim yeah, it, man. Right? <laughs> so it's like, well, all right. So if the, if the vaccines are happening, if, if we are vaccinating our population, those that want to be vaccinated or have that opportunity, it's been open to them, the shots have been happening, then... If you choose not to vaccinate, that's your choice. Like, I'm not gonna tell anybody they have to do anything, but if, if they're choosing not to be vaccinated, why would we be forced to close down our restaurants to protect that population? That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. It just doesn't make sense. That's, I'm just confused by that. And it just comes across as anger. You know, we were having this big debate. I think I'm going to yeah. turn you this way just because I want the light behind you. Oh, cool. You. Yeah, we're you look having better. This, ooh, this is a, I like that background. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you did a nice... Whoever decorated this place did a really nice job. I just painted it. I didn't decorate <laughs> it. Oh, I think I did hang some lights, too. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, we were having this debate yesterday in Crestwell. Should we lock the front door and make everybody go through our drive through or should we leave the front door open so people can order at the front counter and then we send them back outside and we'll deliver their food to them? And I was like, I want to lock the door. I just don't want to deal with people's crap. And Melissa's like, no, I think we should leave the front door open. Like, you know, just we need to treat our regulars and, you know, hey, we're all in this. Like, so we, I'm like, all right, well, let's see how tomorrow goes, right? First thing this morning, I have two guys walk in and I'm like, one of them wasn't wearing a mask. They're regulars. I deal with that challenge often with this guy but then they were like wait there's no inside dining and I was like no not not as of today and they turned around and left because there was no place for them to sit and socialize and these were old timers these are the people that apparently we've been trying to protect for the last year then an hour or so goes by and I had another guy come in never seen him before in my life and we work the floor I mean like I know my right. customers yeah, yeah. never seen this guy he comes in one of my baristas says, sir, you know, if you'd be so kind, we, we need you to wear a mask. I can't wear a mask. I've got asthma. And right on my front door, I have one here somewhere. It's a big sign. State pulled it off Lane County thing. It says, if you cannot wear a mask for medical reason, we can accommodate you, but you need to call this phone number. Disregarded that, walked in. And then he was just flat out rude and mad and demanded a coffee. And one of my other baristas, she's like, okay, what size? And he's like, he, he flipped a lid on having to choose which size coffee he wants. He wow. I've never heard of a size for coffee for here. And finally, Melissa and I simultaneously like flanked him from both sides and said, you can get out of our restaurant right now. I'm 86 to maybe two people in the 11 years that I've been in business. And it's like, I didn't sign up for that. I just want to. So like, do you feel like it's like OSHA and the governor are putting you in the, in the I mean, you're kind of the, you guys have been put down as the, the, the security cops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. And don't even give me, I, the, the challenges I have with OSHA's mandates probably exceed my frustration with this going back to extreme. Um, I, matter of fact, it was with you, Rick. I think this was probably 12 months ago. We were having a conversation just like this. And right. I said, listen, I will wear a mask if I have to. But my biggest concern is that what's supposed to be a temporary thing is going to get written into law and become a permanent issue, like washing your hands. And guess what? Literally, we're right on the brink of that. May 4th is when the temporary policy ends. And OSHA says, well, we need to make this indefinite until we no longer need it because we can't just keep writing fake policy. So they want to literally take mask wearing 
and make it a permanent thing. Guess what? First off, where is the science that says, not even going down the science road, where's the policy that says these are the criteria in which it's no longer needed to wear a face mask? Is right. that getting written What's the goal post? Yeah, where's the goal? That's, goal what, post. that's, that's what I heard the county commissioner say yesterday is you have, the governor has given us no goal posts, so we don't even know what the, it's like going to school and saying, well, you'll get an A, but I can't tell you what you have to do to get there. Yeah, that's basically how this mask thing is. And then I have to be held accountable for that, which means not only do I have to make sure myself and my team are wearing masks, I have to make sure my customers are wearing masks. And if OSHA shows up, and lo and behold, somebody gets up from their table to go to the bathroom and forgets to put on their mask, I am now in trouble. They could write me as fine and say, here you go. And that's not fair. No. I mean, what? It's like, be your own cop. That's Don't make, insane. That's, that's not your that's job. That's insane. I, I and you're like that. a pretty reasonable, you know, I, I mean, progressive young guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is no, not, it's not, it's not like, like you're, you're... I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I... I always joked I'm a Libra. Like I, I, you know, I see both sides of it. I, I could be a great arbitrator. Like I generally see both sides of an argument. And I have, 12 months ago, we made a decision as a state to go this direction and I support that. And like I said, I don't necessarily agree with all this, but if this is the direction we're gonna go, let's do it. And for the most part, I've played, I've jumped through those hoops. I've played the, those rules because those are the rules and that's what I'm going to do. But you don't agree with it now. Well, no, I didn't agree with it back then. I'm just willing to do it because it's like, hey, listen, maybe there's science out there. Maybe there's something out there that says, you know, listen, if, if we, if our businesses uh, take the, the brunt of it, we can protect our older population. And I'm like, I got a whole, you know, like, cafe full of old people. I definitely want to protect them. I don't want them dying on my watch. Does it bug you that when you look at the numbers, I don't know if you've seen these, 74% of the cases are coming from the University of Oregon dorm rooms. They don't have anything on record that's showing it coming from restaurants or gyms, and yet you guys are the ones who are paying the price for it. That's yeah. what I don't understand. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get what, it, in the beginning, remember all we heard was follow the science, follow the science? Yeah. And then we haven't been following the science. Well, I mean, I it's, well, just, it's just, it's bizarre. I, I'm more, yeah, and I'm more frustrated about I mean, like, I, I don't know, I'm a very, uh, what's the word, um, uh, I can't even think of it. If I look at something and it's like in black and white and there's, you know, follow the science, right? That's what I like to do. That's how I just, that's how I run my business. I mean, it's like I look at the numbers and I'm like, hey, I mean, this is working, this isn't working, let's make these adjustments. Right. But when you just blatantly, like, disregard that, I don't know. I'm at a loss with that. I just am. And whatever life goes on like we're going to continue to operate and we'll operate from the extreme level and it's going to take a economic hit to my business but i i'm determined to see the other side of this so see because you, you guys they have an order right now for albany like a it's a what a yeah so all right so uh katie one she's back there you can see her kind of working hard um there she is she waved yeah, there she, she waved so all right so katie is a is a stellar uh, disc golf player um, she's gonna go pro like it's gonna happen and we she, buy, I wish she will get an autograph she, before she's she gone. organized a disc golf tournament um, up in Albany and we are providing the lunches so we're actually as soon as I'm done talking to you Rick I'm gonna hop over there wash my hands put my face mask back on and help bust out 90 lunches for tomorrow's uh, tournament. Where is this? This is the Blue Valley Bistro. They have one in Cresswell, and this is the one in Coburg. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're somebody, Coburg, somebody right asked, now. are you open? So what they're open yeah. is under the extreme risk level. Yeah, so, so extreme risk right now for restaurants means there's no inside dining. 
but fortunately for me at both my restaurants we have this beautiful patio space and we have a lot of outside seating so as long as the weather cooperates we're operating as normal in, in a sense um, it's just if, if the rain shows up then it's going to be really ugly and unfortunately for a lot of other restaurants uh, maybe they don't have patio space and then they're really hurting so let me just ask you a question and if you don't want to answer it you don't have to but sure. is there a place is there a place where I know other restaurants are to this place where they're going. I know some folks have talked to me and said, we're just, we're going to reopen. We're, we, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's going to kill us. It's going to, we can't make it. I think people keep thinking, well, you know, but people can dine outside, but a lot of people don't want to do that. And sure. so it's really yeah. hard. But is there a point where you go, okay, you know what? We, we got it. We just got to bite the bullet. Yeah. I, I haven't hit that threshold yet. Um, I, and I, I've said this multiple times too, along this whole journey, like I feel very fortunate. Um, I got some, uh, some, uh, federal funding when I needed it. Um, I have an amazing crew of people, so I haven't ran into the current issue of a lot of people trying to hire and don't have anybody that can like work. in the workforce. We'll, we'll, we'll that's, an, work. that's a whole nother, we can I, yeah, have we're doing that one next month. Uh, <laughs> that's a show next month. Yeah. We're going to be talking so, about how they can't get so any employees. I'm, just, I'm in a very, I need to count my blessings. I mean, I don't, you know, it's just like, thank God. Like I'm in such a, like all things considered, I am like my business, like Melissa and I, like we're in a really okay space. It's not great. It's definitely not what we want, but I look at some of my other like colleagues, some of the other restaurant people that I know that have become friends over the years. And it's like, man, like I, I literally, I'm actually making dinner plans tonight to go to a, a, a local restaurant. I'm making dinner plans tomorrow night to go to another local restaurant because I need to support these guys because I want them to see the other side of this. Okay. And so I, I'm not gonna name names, but um, I, have a, I have a short list of, of independently owned restaurants that I am doing my part to support by going out and spending my money there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody, Garrett already came on here and goes, hey, that, you didn't see it. He goes, hey, nice shirt. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> Yeah, I could get that for me for my birthday a couple of years ago. I happened to show up on my birthday and he saved it for me. I was, I was pretty stoked. They're good people. So. Yeah, oh, Gary, yeah, Gary. So, yeah, you awesome. guys support, you know, local people. And, and that doesn't just mean one time. Um, it's, yeah, he's just said Yeah, thank way you. to go, man. So, um, and they're all over town, all over places. Yeah. And just uh, and make your weekend that. Um, and as long as we have nice weather, you're going to be fine. Yeah, and like, and like I said, I mean, I, you know, like for us, if, if you're dining here, I'm going to put your stuff on a plate. I'm going to serve your coffee in a mug. Um, but if you're not comfortable with that and you want it to go, we can do that too. Like I said, I, I just happen to, my business model is flexible enough that I can accommodate going back into extreme. I don't like it. I don't want to be here. It will have an impact, but I'll power through it. Um, I'm more concerned, and you guys all will know your favorite restaurants, but, but think really long and hard about which restaurants, which like small restaurants you want to support, and please go out and support them because they definitely need it. It's, it's a pinch for a lot of people right now. Last question. If you could yeah. have audience with Governor Brown, what is your first question you would ask her? Why? <laughs> uh, that's a tough, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I, I've actually kind of been thinking about this lately. Um, I don't have like a concrete just question. I just want to have a conversation because I, I really, I, I'll go back to this. There are other states that have gone a different route and maybe they're, maybe they're wrong and we're right or maybe they're right and we're wrong. I don't know, but I think we should at least look at it as a case study. If the objective is to keep people from dying, 
is not dining out preventing that. Because you can go to Idaho and you can dine in without a face mask and maybe their COVID cases are up, but are their hospitals overtaxed? Are people dying? If they are, then we need to do what we're doing. And are they tracing that back to a restaurant? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Seth, thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks, Rick. I love talking to you. Man, you are honest. Well, you know? I mean, I, but because you know, it's your, it's, I think people need to hear from people like you. I think one of my questions I have for the governor is when you first came up with your committee of people to look at this, yeah. did you have someone from the Restaurant Association? Did you have someone from haircutters, like barbers or yeah. something like that? The people that, gyms, did you ask how this was going to impact them before you made your decision? Right. Even like, oh yeah, uh, like the, uh, or Oregon Restaurant Lodging Association. Like, are they are they in direct communication with with Kate Brown? Well, they sent her a letter, but she sent a letter back this morning that said, "No way." Yeah, I, I think she should like seek counsel. What there's 150,000 people in the like the restaurant industry in this state, and 1,100 reported that have gone out of business for good. 1,100. 1,100 restaurants. 1, I'm just thinking about the workforce. Right. I mean, 150,000 people. Are, have been out of a job for a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Seth, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. All right, go make your sandwiches. All right, All right you guys. So Bye, there, that's the, that's the honest Seth Clark. That's what you get. And uh, so you're hearing it from the people who it's really impacting. And again, um, take care of your local restaurant because um, we, that, I guess it's in our lap and that's what we get to do as a community. Um, the other thing you can do is share this on your page so other people see that and hear what the restauranteurs are feeling, what they're sensing, and what's going on with them. And again, there's plenty of outside seating um, at many locations, so um, you know it's a weekend, so go out and enjoy yourself and uh, tell them you love them. You know, share a little love with these people. They need it right now. Um, I'm Rick Dancer. We will be back. Actually, at five o'clock, there's a young man missing for a year now, and I'm doing a just an extra show tonight from my office when I get back there uh, and talking to the family uh, about um, who he was what, and see if any of you guys can help find him. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate your audience. And, uh, again, share this on your pages. All right. Blue Valley Bistro, Cresswell and Coburg open for business. <laughs>